Netflix and chill, as they say on the street. Hello, welcome to the weekly grind with James Ross and my co-host, as I would like to call you now. I got that from another podcast. Co-host. Yeah, I like it. Do you like it? <laughs> I like it. But it means you have to host more, you know. Oh, There's pressure. Responsibility pressures that comes with this title. <laughs> so. We've, we've been gone a little while, it's safe to say. This is actually the first time I've seen you in the flesh Ooh, for yeah. two Fridays. No. Two Fridays. We, uh, we tried to make a, a podcast and the art of transparency, um, the quality of it, not as in, you know, we were still hilarious. Let's not mistake that. <laughs> but it didn't quite come out the way we wanted just in terms of the quality. And we had a guest and shout out to Steve for, for being on it. Um, but we could barely hear him. It was one big mess. So... We've episode four never happened basically, and, and we're now on episode four. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Rewrite, Henry's take two. At, Henry's looking at me where like, you "Where are you <laughs> So, so in the art of this podcast, I seem to be changing the setup every single week. And for the you know episode four, stroke five is is no different. Um, we're going to be more like the weekly grind, you know. Yeah. Is, is the is the decision? We're going to we're just going to talk more, and and I guess hopefully, be less structured in how we approach this. So just sit back, relax, you know, for the next thirty minutes, enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter where you are. Shout out to our eighty-eight listeners. Um, uh, eight yeah, of them are me. But <laughs> <laughs> okay. So shout out to our eighty listeners. But I think we were talking about this on the way here. Mm. It's not a big number, but it was a surprising number for you yeah. and I. I'm pretty excited pretty, about it. Yeah, it's, it's the beginning of something. It's the making <laughs> of something. You know, it's the, you've got to start somewhere, and 80 people is quite a good start. Start, isn't it? <laughs> and we, we still haven't, haven't really sold it. Um, yeah, we need to do a bit of uh, marketing, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, you're the creative guy. I'm waiting for like a, a flashy banner. Yeah. You know, I'll do some media buy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'll make it, make it official. Yeah. How are you, Henry? How's, how's unemployment? Well, not really. Henry Unemploy- does have a job lined up. Fun employment. <laughs> fun employment. <laughs> um, fun great. It's great when the weather's good. I, do, I, I must add a little caveat to this is that I am actually employed. Yeah, but so. um, I'm taking a little break off between... It's been very stressful. Between, so yeah, you thoroughly between, deserve. <laughs> between... Um, between employments yeah and uh and it's been great i've just been chilling netflix and chill as they say on the street <laughs> with anyone or just, <laughs> are you aware of what this means you just admitted no, i mean big i mean literally netflix and chill not <laughs> <laughs> not, not, not what they say on the street. I Netflix mean, like, and white. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, who's you know, the lucky oh, woman God. then? <laughs> yeah, yeah, there, there, no, there is no lucky woman. Uh, it's, yeah. Just, yeah, it's, it's just me. Netflix. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is literally Netflix. <laughs> um, what are you watching? What am I watching? Oh, um, a couple of movies. Crap movies. Just, I actually don't, don't rate Netflix that much. I think it's... Like when it first started... I, I even did that thing where it's you, cheap. you can tell it you're in the US. That's the only thing it's got going for it, really. It's cheap. Yeah, I guess it is. Well, I did that thing where you tell That's it you're in the US, right? What? Like, you can change your IP address to be in the US using oh, DNS. Clever. And you can access all of the US. So at one point, they had every Friends series on there, and that was pretty cool. 
So we used to do that. But you open yourself up to like hacking and mm. it's quite it's quite difficult. Yeah. Mm. But it was fun. It was uh, fun. Yeah, I'm not I recommend sure. Recommend it. Yeah, I'm not sure I'd be probably sort of, I'd value my sort of privacy more than, you know, a, a you just, you just episode of Breaking <laughs> Bad, you know. Like, it's uh, true. The it's hacking true. thing scares me a bit. Well, I wanted, I was desperate. Actually, I was quite excited we were doing this today because I've had a shocker of a day, actually. Okay. And I've held back, I've refrained from telling you about it. Oh, right. To build the excitement. Yeah. Uh, well, but I woke, up, I woke up, <laughs> I woke up, always a good start, <clears throat> and I left the house to get the train, and I was getting the 7.38, and I left the house at 7.30, and you need six minutes to get to the station, and I got probably like an eighth of the way to the station, so you're talking 40 seconds into my trip. And an event. Yeah. I forgot the microphone, and I was like, no. Fuck! I was like, <laughs> we can't step back and go back to the laptop. I was like, I have to. So I like ran back. But as I was running back, I had my headphones in my phone, yeah. and my phone like flicked out. But it didn't. I. It was like slow motion. Like you can see. Yeah. Oh. You can see. But what I would say is like it was like, so, and I was like catching it, but like hitting it between my hands, and it like slowly, like an ape, just fell to the floor and hit it. I was like, God. God, because I have a policy, and then you just thinking about it on the train on oh, the way out. Just, just ruined like, my day, ruined and then I just built coffee on oh, my nice days. clean jumper, and I just thought, do you know what? I shouldn't be going to work. I've had one of those days. Do you know what the worst day I had was work? Is that I was going, and it was one of those you know miserable days. You know, you know stuff on the tube. You know, it's getting crowded, and you think, oh, this, you know, it's we love be, talking about just, commuters as well. <laughs> you know, it's going to be a bad day. Yeah, you, know, you just know that all the events are just going to unfold. Are just going to be horrendous. It's not just like, you know, something disastrous happens. It's just small little things that just slowly culminate <laughs> into one big shitstorm at the end of the day, and. Um, it was one of those days, and Lovely. I had these sort of beige trousers on. I got when these. do you not have that? I, Apart from now, <laughs> I got these not have khaki colour. Got these khaki coloured <laughs> trousers. Literally, this is the first time I think I've seen you wear blue. <laughs> <laughs> and I, my, I'm quite tall, and this is about six foot. And sure, the yeah, average, good. he's about six foot. <laughs> nice teeth. Here, here, there. Here, Green eyes. Nice. Yeah, give a kid. The the uh, <laughs> the. Uh, <laughs> The, uh, the, the um, average height of a sort of work surface, it comes up to about my, the lower end of my gluteus maximum. <laughs> and, uh, I'd love to know what that is. <laughs> my bottom, <laughs> my rear end. And, <laughs> and, um, and when you get water out of the machine, sometimes the water spills out over the surface, over the work surface of the kitchen. Yeah. So I'm there, like, chatting away to some people, and I'm leaning against the work surface, like, yeah. sitting almost. But not, I'm not sitting, but I'm just, like, leaning. That's what I was going to say. That's, like, super awkward. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just, like, kind of, you know, talking away, you know, leaning chill, against chill, it. Chill, chill, And the water has sort of spread across the top of the table. Right. And effectively stains the whole of the back of my... So it looks yeah. like I've shat myself. Right. Diarrhea. Yeah, diarrhea-esque, you know, thing. Massive meeting going on in the in in the <laughs> in the meeting rooms, and these meeting rooms have glass 
you know, walls so everybody yeah. can see what's going on yeah. outside. I've seen them, yeah. And so I might have to shuffle past them, you know. <laughs> Almost sidestepping yeah. like, Hello. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, looking really weird. And then I like, quickly stand past before anyone can realise that or think that I've shat myself. <laughs> So that was one. That was one event. Yeah, that was that was in the morning. I was thinking, the day oh, is not finished. Yeah, and then the day is not finished. No, and then I was getting the tube. The tube is crammed. I'm on the district line, and the district line has splits off into several tributaries. And I was. I like the you know the river. Yeah, the yeah. river analogy. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and there was not a train to my tributary. There was only trains going off to Wimbledon. I normally right. go to Richmond, right? And so. I just got on to the next train there. It was going to Wimbledon. And I said, oh, I'll have to get off at... Um, Ells Court. Uh, no, not Ells Court. It was um, South Kensington. Right. And I was get off South Kensington. And then South Kensington tube station, you've got this, it's like kind of open so the pigeons can come down. Yeah. And so I was standing there waiting, and guess what happens? I'm standing up underneath this beam and I was, like, I was waiting, waiting for this next train and I feel this on my head and it's not even it's like runny and it's oh, oh, I look up and now I, I see this pigeon's ass in my like in front of me and I'm thinking you haven't just shat on my head have you and it, it had and I was thinking what do I do now like, like I can go out of the tube and find walk around with shit in my head on my head find a pub or something and find wash. a little wash it off or I could and this I did the latter <laughs> <laughs> rub it in <laughs> and disguise it almost as like gel, gel. yeah oh it's like a gel God. didn't it stink think, well not really I mean pigeon shit doesn't really stink and so I just I did that and I just I thought I could get away with this so I just jumped on the tube and oh it was just dreadful I spent the whole rest of the tube like with shit in my hair it's one of them where you just get home and you you get home you don't talk to anyone you just, mm. It's one of those, like, I'm just going to go to my room and kind yeah. of wallow in yeah. the day's misery. Just have a cold shower and <laughs> cry myself cry. to yeah. sleep. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear, that oh, was dreadful. I saw one of my favourite news stories ever, and I thought this relates to Emery quite well. I don't know how posh you actually are, in, in realistic sense, but you yeah. live in Gloucestershire, you have a very nice accent, yeah. which is, you know, of, of the... Queen's Tongue or whatever they the call queen, it. Queen's English. The Queen's English, yeah, not the Queen's Tongue. <laughs> the queen's tongue. <laughs> it's like a really dodgy pub in yeah. <laughs> Top Kensal <laughs> Rise or whatever. <laughs> queen's Tongue. But, so you know there is now a plane called like the Royal Air Force One, which is for, oh, no, it's know. like our equivalent, from what I read, of the Air Force One in the US. Right. So this is for Theresa May and other political Dignitaries. people. Dignitaries. Yes. But my favourite rule is that the Queen and Prince Charles top trump any anyone. Yeah. Anyone. They are absolute priority. Yeah. To the point where like Theresa May had to was flying to Syria and she had to yeah, and she, had, she had to go by Charles. Yeah, yeah. And, and Prince Charles, you know. And I just had this vision of like Prince Charles being like, fuck you, we're off to Mauritius or something <laughs> yeah, like that. Yeah. Just like jumping in with his suitcase and like a Hawaiian shirt on or something like that. And just if you like, were if you had that sort of, you know, power, that kind of power. It's yeah. like not, it's not real power. It's no. just sort of, kind of slightly Weird immature power. power. Yeah, like <laughs> power to just to, to get a jet. You know, <laughs> it's not like power. Yeah, it's a great power. power. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Oh, you're king of England. Oh, what, what, what kind of power do you? Oh, I can, well, I can fly <laughs> <laughs> a jet. Um, yeah, I mean, 
Would you would you utilise that quite a lot? I mean, are you? Yeah, I mean, I think the for yeah, I mean, my thing is like can Prince Harry. Would you be the sort of the cool guy and go easy jet? You know. No, I think what I would do is I'd wait to see when Theresa May has booked something, right, and then I would book something at, at the same time. <laughs> yeah, that's a free time. Exactly. Like, that's a real so she's like, oh, okay, spiteful, off, uh, off we go. And I'm <laughs> yeah. like, oh, sorry, I'm sorry, yeah, <laughs> off, yeah. off to Canada this <laughs> yeah, time. Exactly. Um, but yeah. I, I, I would say, I just think it's, 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 it's just quality. Obviously, in the US, you've got the president, it's for the president, and here you've got Theresa May, who's essentially ruling the country, and yet the Queen, at any that's point, high, could just yeah. stroll on to her yeah. own aircraft. Yeah. I think that's really nice. Well, te- if we're looking at it technically, the Queen is the Queen. If it's, a, it if it's an army vehicle, it is. Yeah. If it's an army vehicle, which it is, then the Queen is the head of the army, and true. so she has. Um, and she technically signs off all the laws, you know. Yeah, kind of. She's technically, technically, she's technically the main dom, but with no. Wouldn't it be crazy if like Prince William came in and was just like, "I'm here to fuck shit up." War. War King. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. bullets and throws up his sons to just be like absolute Like crazy. a sort of um, Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Yeah. How my mind works though, is like I was thinking about, when I read the article I was like thinking about this, and then I think about like, if we were back in World War One, would you have been first to sign up and get, get out there, or would you have kind of like eventually felt forced or would you try to avoid it you know honestly speaking as honestly, a um as a just a normal person not as yeah like right now if you, you know, were like, it's hard to say you know right now because yeah. if there was a big war like that again it wouldn't happen that's not how we'd fight right it would be very very different wasn't it when did the conscription i thought there was a conscription i thought you had to go i thought you had to yeah but i think it was in phases like you didn't obviously they didn't just call everyone up all at the same yeah. time I mean, and I'm not a war expert, but all I'm saying is that I, I, in, in your and head, I, I also don't think it kind of worked like that in the sense that actually I think that in the first, in the second world war, you actually spent very little time on the front line. But uh, you spent no, about it, two days or three days. It was the same in World War One. Oh right, okay, you yeah. did rotations, yeah, so yeah. you you did something like nine to fourteen days on the front line, and then you would be like six weeks you'd almost like stagger backwards. Because I was listening to Radio 4, as you do, you know, when, when you're getting tired in the car, you're like, I need something. Need I need something. like a conversation. Yeah, I need some. You know, this song just isn't cutting it for me. And they were talking, it was a guy talking about how great it was. Because he was saying like, yeah, we got like a bit of food, brothels. <laughs> it was amazing. He was just like, he was like, but then you knew you would eventually go back to yeah, the front line. So he was like, all of these guys would just count down the seconds in the front line, and then it would be like, they'd take as much from the next five weeks when they didn't have to be there as possible. It was really interesting. He was a bit of a, he sounded like a bit of a lad to be honest, listening to him on the phone. Interesting. Or on the radio, so yeah. yeah. Calling him. Yeah, I don't know how I'd sort of, um, I probably wouldn't sign up with all the modern comforts I are have. You a, are you a big monarch, monarchy guy? I'm, yeah, I'm pretty, let's pro. keep it, let's, yeah, yeah. Should we give more power back to them? No, I'm not, not no, I'm not <laughs> in favour of power, I'm of the monarchy, I'm in favour of the monarchy, in the sense that I think that they do quite a lot for the UK in terms of tourism, for every pound we put into the Queen, we get 14 back. Yeah, I think, I, 
Well, completely agree. Yeah, I completely agree. And actually, and also, I, she's great. She's the, our, she is our best diplomat. Yeah. But also, she knows every. She's seen every U.S. president. Since, it's true. Yeah. It's mad, isn't it? She's yeah. lived through everything. Yeah, yeah. She's like a wise owl. Yeah. She's but, great. You know, for, for for me, I I really don't have an issue with the monarch at all. Like none. I like you get a lot of people saying like we give them so much money, and like you said you get so much back mm. and actually I don't think it's that great a job no. like you're, you're pretty you, they have to go everywhere you're meet a, everyone you can't step outside without 600 yeah. security guards it's you're not, a celebrity without all the fun bits yeah, you know like exactly. being a celebrity yeah, so like, you can't you don't really have much autonomy yeah. you can't really do what you want the only time you can be yourself is when you're actually inside locked away you know like yeah. with your family and I, I do think they kind of, the, the good thing is, in the UK at least, there's a boundary the media kind of understands with the monarch, I think. Mm. Although it has been broken a couple of times. But I think in other places in the world, sometimes they can be quite disruptive and probably pass that threshold. I think yeah. there's that French magazine, wasn't it, that, that tried to get Snap of Middleton oh, when okay. she was on a yacht or something like that. Oh, of know. course, I didn't look at the photo. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think privacy is important for everybody, but, um, but, then, but I mean, what, what are you going to do? When did you ever watch that show with David Beckham, right, on, on like privacy and never being able to be out there? Like, David Beckham is one of those places, people, sorry, where he pretty much can't go anywhere in the world without being recognised. You know, very few places will he not be recognised, because if you know football, you know David Beckham. But he did this show where he went to Brazil and like motorbiked through Brazil. And he said it was amazing because he was going to places where they had absolutely no idea who he was. And it, he was saying like it was massively refreshing. Have you seen that film, Motorcycle Diaries? Where no. it's about Che Guevara before he was, before he became Che Guevara. Who is he, he? Who's that? Che Guevara, he's like a sort of communist, um, um, rebel, you know, before film? Castro. Is it Che Guevara and Castro? Uh, how, how old was the film? How old is it? I don't really watch anything. No, it's pre sort of 2006, oh, 2005. I've got no excuse. It's quite cool. It's a really cool film. It's a really good film. You should right. watch it. On it. And they, they, they basically drive up South or down South America. I can't remember which way. I haven't seen it for ages. And, um, and it's just about how, who he meets, all the people, the different characters he meets, all the experiences he has, and uh, how that influenced his politics later down the line. Um, it's really, really interesting, and I th feel like the David Beckham one is a slightly <laughs> cheaper version of it, but on similar lines. No, it's like the long way down. Have you seen that with the, what's his name? Um, he's not David Beckham, though, is he? That's the problem. Yeah. David Beckham is a king. I wanted to ask you a question, by the um, way. Yeah, go for it. You can ask me anything, James. Well, I think one of the things, uh, this is this, the, the, the two things, actually, that we need to talk about. Right. I believe that this, when the sun starts coming out like this, happy sun day. <laughs> Like it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Good use of you, words. You start thinking about like wanting to be away, and I think you kind of have in the back of your head like I want to book holidays, or I 
I need to get away. And you, you kind yeah. of realise, like, you know, there's more to life than work. We've just been through winter, and you almost have this, like, work, 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 unless you go on, like, a ski holiday. But now, all of a sudden, you're, like, you're, like, blossom. You're suddenly, like, I could be free. Yeah. So, where in the world, though, where in the world, not would you want to go, right. but where would you move to? Where would you, like... Permanently. Yeah, where would you, like, live. to live? Tough, toughy. It is a tough one. You never actually lived anywhere else, did you? I lived in Melbourne for like six months. Yeah, I've never lived abroad. Um, so really, this for you is... Yeah, this is... I think I'd go sort of safe. I'd go Europe. Oh, don't be boring, Henry, come on. You think? Yeah, way too boring. Well, my, my dream <laughs> is to have a little, like, to, to get like a little... Um, I know, I'm going to be boring here, but I'm going to get, get like a little uh, abandoned sort of... Um, shack. I in was Tuscany. about to say cabin. <laughs> or ca- yeah, cabin in Tuscany. And Where's Tuscany? In Italy. Right. In the middle of Italy. Like the, yeah, and why the shin want, of Italy. Why would you want a cabin? And um, and just get some pigs and like, some wine and live like live a real simple life. I see. I, eat, when people say this to me, eat, I I call bullshit. Uh, I I don't think people can do that anymore. Like I, I genuinely. I appreciate the sentiment and that, like, everyone's but like, the dream. wouldn't it be lovely? That's the dream. <laughs> I'd quite like to but be... But you could easily do that. You could easily yeah. do that, but you won't, and you never will. I think, I think I'd go down the hermit route rather than the sort of live city life. So you wouldn't go... I go You're, you're like, country. I'm not Hong Kong, I'm get out I'm, and, and be in the sticks. Yeah, I'm in a shack in the middle of the Alps. Some lonely traveller walks up, <laughs> finds like this tiny cottage, massive beard, and I'm there with a beard. <laughs> you know, beard. wolves like around me, <laughs> like a, a bearskin carpet. <laughs> oh, just on your commute thinking about this. Yeah, I'm just sort of you know <laughs> rolling with it. Rolling with it, you know. I'm creating the vision, you know. Um, really, you really you want to be a Mongol. A mul- yeah. You would have yeah. been, well, pillage a few <laughs> villages on my way. Just you, you would have done really like well to... with Genghis Khan. Like yeah, his right yeah. hand man, yeah, he's a right. couple of wolves. He's my kind of guy. <laughs> yeah. I, I never settle, I have a cabin, yeah, a couple have of wolves, a cabin. as many wives as I want. Yeah, <laughs> well, I've got this great cabin. <laughs> <laughs> Come join me across. <laughs> you know. Uh, so uh, I'm, glad, yeah. I'm glad we got to the you would be a Mongol. Yeah, I'd be a sort of... Well, I'm probably not a Mongol, but <laughs> a roaming a nomad. Some sort. A nomad. A nomad. Okay, we'll take yeah, a nomad. See, I, where would you? Where would you be? I don't know. The city slicker. I, I could be, be like Singapore. <laughs> no, I've I've been to Singapore, and I I don't like Singapore. Uh, I, I I don't like Singapore. So either. my my mum yeah. um, was her her so so my my gran used like spent a lot of her life living in Singapore because my granddad was in the RF and they were stationed there for, for quite a long time. And weirdly, they had a picture of the high street. So when I went traveling, I took the same picture, but of that, you know, when mm. I was there and I had to walk into almost the middle of a motorway, took the snap and then walked off because we knew the exact point it was taken on the street. It's amazing when you put them up, you know, one's like super historical and then Singapore is now you know, I don't think we have any listeners from yeah. Singapore. So Can- I think Canary I Wharf, Stroke, I, it Disneyland. Is, it, take away Disneyland. 
There is absolutely nothing in Singapore. Yeah. It is beautifully clean, beautifully safe, great for shopping, great for wealthy people. But the, the culture of it is... Yeah. It, it, shopping like, malls. Well, yeah, but it's, it's also like, they've got like a little India and, and a little China, you know, and, and, and what's nice about Singapore is it does have lots of cultures intertwined into it, but it doesn't really come out in like the flavour of the city. You know, yeah. you go to Beijing and they're kind of like super outrageous, but also have this super deep culture and you kind of take it all in and I think it's like explosive. When you get to Singapore, you're like, it's just a clean city. But you, yeah. so, so actually... I absolutely love Melbourne. I think if it wasn't so far, you know, I love my family and I think it'd be super difficult to come back and forth, but I absolutely love Melbourne. I could probably have lived there. If I was doing the job, if I had got the job, for instance, I have now, I, I very much doubt I would have got home. Yeah. Um, I've heard good there. things about Melbourne in the sense that it's... Melbourne is like a small London. Yeah. If you shrunk London to a few million, you'd rather than, you know... I mean, it's got it sort of... I've heard that Sydney's sort of quite city... <clears throat> City, not much culture. Whereas Melbourne's got a bit more sort of cafe culture. It's, it's, cult, it's, it's a very a cafe, sort of, cafe bar, rooftop yeah, bar yeah. culture. It, it's kind of got the combination of Shoreditch meets a bit of CBD, you know, like Canary Wharf-ish yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. Like they've got a lot of banks have their stations there, but at the same time, they've kind of got this really neat side to it. Mm. I absolutely loved it. Uh, so, so if you were going to ask me where would you live, there's other places. Vancouver, I would love to check out. Uh, I would like Auckland, I think I'd love to give a go. I would like... Uh, Canada. I loved Ho Chi Minh, weirdly, in Vietnam. That was amazing when I went there, uh, which is funny. Know, enough, but could, you live, could you, could you but, live there? I mean, but I'm, it's yeah, great. I mean, I, mean, I love Ho Chi Minh. I went probably. to India, I loved India, <laughs> but I just couldn't live in India. I, th- I think Ho Chi Minh, you, you might go, look, I could do a year here. Yeah or two years, but permanently, no. If you were saying, like, my future has to be, I would, top of the list, I'd probably have to put Melbourne and start. Melbourne, yeah, it's a sensible, I it's a sensible it. choice. Um, my, my second question is the, the art. Actually, no, fuck that. Just before we arrived here, I saw an article, yeah, Henry's like, took a step back there because I suddenly got really loud. Excited. <clears throat> uh, this is about women. And a new company has started in Boston, and it's an Uber for women, basically. Uh, I can't remember exactly the name, but basically they're saying they want to empower women, and basically you can guarantee that you're going to have a safe trip, a comfortable trip, etc. My argument is, is that sexist, in a sense? Uh... By creating a woman-only company, but also, surely oh, women... you mean the drivers are women? No, no, as in, it's for women. It's a, it's a taxi service see the difference. for women. What's the difference between getting a normal Uber and... Well, I think they're just arguing that they're safer, right? And they're not sexist. And, and they're, you know, in a sense, they're like... You know, all because taxis all the, have to be... All taxis have to be safe, right? No. There's only so much no, safe. No, Uber, Uber, you, you... You have to be licensed, though. You have to be licensed to be a taxi driver. No, you don't. You do? No, you don't. So any old Joe, any old yeah. rapist can just become yeah, a taxi. Yeah, if you've got a Prius, off you go. You download the, the staff app, I think you sign up on their books, mm. and off you go. But the big thing, though, is you're basically saying you should use this service to be safer, which I think is stupid when the problem really should be making sure that everyone's equally safe anyway, right? You shouldn't... Yeah. Like, really, the issue should be making sure that nutters aren't allowed to drive cars and they're properly checked and they're looked after and, 
you know, they paid the right amount so they don't go crazy at any point, and then you wouldn't have any issue. Yeah. I mean, it would be interesting. I don't know how I it would be... go down. I mean, <clears throat> I'm wondering whether it gets it, it starts getting complicated if it if it goes like if the if the fare's the same. If it's more expensive, then it's yeah, it's true. Interesting. Like, it's like, do you have to do you have to pay, pay a premium. premium to get a safer journey? Yeah. You know, you could have a really cheap journey. You could have like a mega bus kind of journey, <laughs> yeah. and it could be like hellishly yeah. dangerous. He's like, well, welcome <laughs> on <Yeah>. board. <laughs> Free, but you might lose a limb. Yeah. <laughs> but, but you could pay that premium, yeah. and then you do safety first. Safety first. I, don't know. I, just I mean, it's quite interesting that someone's gone. It'd be interesting to see what, what, what how it does. And yeah, no, I completely agree because when I first saw it, I was like. Oh, you know, I understand why that exists because I think there's this big thing with Uber drivers that a lot of people can just start being an Uber driver. They don't do background checks, you're wrong. Some firms do, but Uber do not. You can basically download the app. They have been told in the UK they need to speak English. So all of them now have to pass English tests and things like that. I think there's also the, the argument about the quality of the driving. And you know the thing you have to get with insurers and you have to put that black box in your car? Mm. I don't understand why they can't do that for taxi drivers. So I, I had an Uber driver that fell asleep at the wheel, like the other day, yeah. Whoa. Yeah. That's so, crazy. So full vouch me. So all of it, we were like driving along, and this is a really short trip, it's like 10 minutes. We're driving along, and all of a sudden, like, the car kept jolting, and I was kind of talking to Soph, and I, it was pitch black in Whoa. the car, so I couldn't see anything. And then I was like, what's going on? So I looked in the rearview mirror that he's got, and I, he was honestly was nodding off. He, he couldn't stay awake. What? And I was like, I was like, excuse me, can you, can you stop the car? He was this like, at normal hours or was this no, at like three This is eight, nine o'clock, like we just finished a bit, not late, in the, in the evening, eight, nine o'clock, like you, this isn't, this wasn't too, and I was like, mate, can you, can you stop the car? And he was like, why, why? I was like, you're falling asleep at the wheel, I'm getting out and I'm taking my and girlfriend with me because we're not going to spend any more time in the car. It was crazy, it was absolutely ballistic. I sent, I sent Uber a pretty big email. Um, what did they say? We're still open to sponsors, by the way. You know, we're not. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote them an angry letter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I did think that was outrageous, and then that made me really worried because, you know, lorry drivers, something like they're not allowed to drive more than two hours, are they? Um, yeah, well, I'm not sure. I, I, I really, this is a subject that I'm not just not familiar with. I tend to get along well with Uber drivers. I get into nice conversations with them. Psychology and yeah, yeah. philosophy. They, yeah, they always sort of like having, um, you know, in-depth conversations. We normally, yeah, maybe we should do a podcast in a Uber and see what happens. No, I don't know. Um, he can be our guest. Just like, at least they stay join this week. What's your name? The point is, if you talk to them, at least they stay awake. You know, it's a, yeah. it's a bonus. It's true. It's but, one of the many but, bonuses. But sometimes, of, you know, of, I of to having talk. a driver, you know, <laughs> yeah. they stay awake. I wanted to talk to Soph, you know. So you yeah, know. I, that is unbelievable. It was. That it is was. unbelievable. I didn't know what to do with it. I was. Uh, it was. What whole, can you do? I mean, well, exactly. So we just we did we we had to walk about five ten minutes, but it was. It was a. It was just weird. I was just like, what Nutty. the hell? Oh, we had another Uber driver before that that nearly. I think we just had terrible experiences. We yeah. should stop. Me and Sophie should stop. Does it put you off? Using. I think it has a little bit because to some like the other time we, we it was a stop sign, which means you're meant to put the handbrake on. And I understand that most drivers won't put the handbrake on, but you're meant to stop and take in the road. And he basically didn't and did like a rolling out of that. And a car was coming down, you know, thirty miles per hour. 
And he had to slam on the brakes and our guy had to accelerate out of the way. And I was just like, and this is in like the space of probably three weeks of each other. And that didn't make me worry because then you're a bit like, you know, oh, you should all be tested thoroughly, yeah, this you know? Like this right. scares me. That, And then that made me realize actually these are just people that have a Prius and they can just start straight away. There's, there's very few restrictions on mm, Well, that going. scares me. I thought they had to do like some kind of thing. So, no. you're, so you'd be in favor of the English tests? Yeah, I, I yeah. think I would. I'm not, not because everyone has to learn English and I'm no, a stubborn it, Brexiter to, that's no, like, no. But you need to make sure that but I think it's just a safety thing, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, if I want to have a conversation, if someone's going the wrong way... You need to make sure that they can read a road sign. Yeah, you know, or yeah like, you exactly. But also, if someone's going the wrong way, I want to go, excuse me, you're going the wrong way, and then know to go, actually, I'm taking a shortcut, something yeah. like that, rather than yeah. being like, where are you taking me? You know, and then just going, it's fine, it's fine, you know. Yeah. So... Um, how did how did you enjoy our podcast, Henry? Yeah, I liked yeah. it. Yeah, I thought it was good. Yeah. It was nice. It yeah. was nice. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I think it, one one thing to say we're keen for feedback. We're keen for subscribers, comments, likes. Henry's nervous about people I'm commenting. Very nervous. I'm <laughs> skeptical about this. Why? I think, I, look, I'm just vouching, guys. I will yeah, happily yeah, hear your yeah, feedback. Yeah. Henry's a little bit more nervous about it. But once we open the doors, he, he doesn't know what's going to come in. I don't know. There could be some sort of angry letters coming in. <laughs> some mavericks. Some over Uber there. drivers who are just... <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I, I have never... I'll have you know, I have never fallen asleep at the wheel. Yeah. You have tarnished, <laughs> comrade. Yeah. You have ruined. Yeah. I'm going to look into your background. Yeah. I am writing this now as I drive down the M4. Yeah. <laughs> I am Angrily on my phone. Actually, that's a really good... I think about that on radio shows. You know when people dial in? You got all this news at the moment. It's exactly. like you've got to be safe, and these guys are yeah, just on my way back from the game. Yeah, all yeah. these really guys like, how can you focus? Three pints down. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I've had a right good time. Right good time. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was at Chelsea last night. I really want everyone to know that it was it was fun being there. Chelsea. First thing Henry said was like, "Oh, you've lost your voice," and I was like, "I was at Chelsea," and he was like, "Oh." Bloody, who looked at Yeah, it was really fun. If it was anybody else, I would have gone, hey, you're at Chelsea. What were you doing in Chelsea? Yeah, but... <laughs> <laughs> one of my normal friends. Which one of the many restaurants were you at? That was the idea. Oh, dear. Well, thank you very much for listening, everyone. This has been the Weekly Grind. Um, I'd like to say a big thank you for our 80-odd listeners so far. Subscribe, do comment, don't listen to Henry, let us know your feedback, like, share with your friends because we're, we're going out there now, we're, we're taking it serious. Henry's yeah. nervous about it, but no, we're, we're going to be fine. Really so, um, yeah, thanks everyone.